If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound, and you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Ready to pop the question and take advantage of 30% off? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com to get 30% off. Select lab-grown diamonds. That's BlueNile.com for 30% off lab-grown diamonds. BlueNile.com. And Erio's production. I dyed my hair brown because I was not feeling like a blonde. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I went through this whole thing. I really wanted blonde hair because right. I wanted to be like Britney and I've always dreamt about being blonde. Mm-hmm. And I started to go blonde and then the shade kind of took a turn for the worse. And to me, it, it, it was a little yellow. Okay. And I was like, also people were like, oh my God, your hair's blonde when they saw me. And that mm. really was, I wasn't feeling that right. right now. I think I'm just very, you know, internal, especially after, you know, my friends passed and I just like, it wasn't, my energy wasn't matching the hair, the hair. Yep. And I wonder if that's how Brittany felt hmm. I'm because definitely. of everything that's going on with her. Definitely. That she dyed her hair dark. hundred percent. Because that's not how, she wasn't feeling like a blonde. Now, here's the thing. I am a little nervous because this is a little blackout. Mm-hmm. A little repeat. A little, uh, so you're like, ooh, Brittany, mm-hmm. we were already feeling maybe like things. Because of the makeup. Are a little on the edge. Yeah. And then you went and you dyed your hair the same color right before you shaved it all off. So I'm just a little yeah. concerned. A lot going on right now. There's too. a lot going on. I now her Instagram though also is giving me life at the same time. (laughs) Right. (laughs) For example, she posted something and you know, I feel very connected to a lot of Britney's posts, but she posted something that made me feel like we were the same person. (laughs) Which one? She went on a trip by herself. Uh She said she was on a solo trip. And then later she posted something where she said something like, I love eating alone. Like a lot of people don't. Yes. I know what I bring to the table. (laughs) And she's in a short orange mini dress with heels and a Mm -hmm. sun hat. And, And then the next picture is a fried chicken cutlet. Yeah. Now, a fancy way to say that would be a chicken melanese. Yeah, melanese. There you go. Mm-hmm. Um, 
number one, that's one of my favorite dishes. <laughs> I love right? going out to eat by myself. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, yes. Yeah. Bring it to the table, Brittany. <laughs> you know what you bring to the table, Brittany. And oh that's why God. I love her. Jeffrey, do you like to eat out a lot? Not, uh, you know, I I was about to say no, but now I'm thinking about it. I probably do it every day. Every day? Probably. At least one <laughs> meal a day I'm by no. myself. You went right? to, I don't ever do it. To, I do it by myself like, every single day. Thinking about it, I totally eat by myself every day. Yeah. Do you ever take yourself to a nicer restaurant, sit mm. at, say, the bar or a table for one? And mm. get yourself a glass of wine. It's why is my reaction to say no, but then I think about it and the answer is like a hundred percent. Like yes. I do it every day. I no. do it all. <laughs> the time. But yes, I love going out to eat by myself. I always have. So I yeah. felt very connected to Brittany. Is it like a you time thing? It's like, a you time. I and now I don't just keep to myself too. You know, I'll I'll make friends, mm-hmm. talk to others, right? Um. I'm curious though, if Brittany, if Brittany goes out by herself, mm-hmm. I mean, it's got to be like living in a fishbowl, everyone's staring at her, or do they put her in a room by herself and then one person waits on her? Right. I mean, no matter what, she's got at least three security guards on her. Like minimum, right? You got to think she's at least got security Did on her. Did she invite them to sit down with her at the table? I bet they aren't allowed to some extent, right? Well, people who roll with entourages. I've had dinner with one person who rolled with an entourage. Mm-hmm. And all of those people, this was like an old school famous person too. Right. And all of those people sat with her at the table. Hmm. And so I was like, that's pretty cool. Yeah. Like, because you're like, well, I guess those, those are also her friends. Right. You know? But if Brittany's saying she's eating by herself, mm-hmm. she's going out by herself. Is she by herself? She is by herself. It's just interesting. Would they let her be in a restaurant by, you know? Hmm. And now the other thing is, too, talking about Brittany being out in the real world on Instagram, then she mm-hmm. meets up with Sam. Right. They're reunited. This beautiful picture. They both posted it. They both posted it. <laughs> But then also she said great weekend and she's at some, was she at a winery? The Malibu winery? Like, Where I, was she? I thought so. It was definitely Malibu. For but sure. there's a scene and there's normal people right. there. Mm-hmm. There are lay people, if you will. Yeah. The, the, the bourgeois are like <laughs> amongst they're, them. <laughs> they're out and about. Now she seems to be on top of a hill. Yeah. Looking down. <laughs> So maybe they put her up there and they were like, you can look at all the normal people, Mm -hmm. but you can't really be with them. But like, I also bet she doesn't want to. It must be miserable for her sometimes. I bet it's, that's gotta be like, I think she wants, I think she is craving to uh, be a part of the people. I don't know how you wouldn't crave that. The real people. This is my only thing. I want her team and speaking to what Nikki said, I just want her to be surrounded by good, positive people. Mm-hmm. And I think her team, we need a shake up. We need someone to get in there. Yeah. This is me pitching myself. Mm-hmm. And someone, Caregiver. I guess. Oh my Care- God. Right? Wait, is the caregiver It's got to be up for grabs. Open? Yeah. Because I also think maybe she does need it. And like I was saying, I would love it. Mm-hmm. If I could get in there 
and I could just say, because she's also working out alone. Oh. You know all her workout videos? Yeah. She doesn't have a trainer, and she's working out alone. You think she doesn't have a trainer? Jeffrey, it's too much alone time. Uh, it's I'm like just stressing thinking about it. It's too much alone time. Mm-hmm. And I know that she is an introvert. I know she is very shy. And also, guys, we have an episode coming up with Nadia Quinn. She is an actress, but she also, her hobby is reading human design charts. <laughs> Look up human design just to get yourself situated a little yeah get yourself ready because it's it's going to blow your mind it's incredible what we discovered about britney you could even look up britney's human design because you just need to know her birthday yeah her birthday time of day she was born location um and we all know that um so (laughs) very accessible information if you don't know and look it up and get ready and it's just gonna blow your mind but so considering her human design chart, it's just too much seclusion. Yep. It's just too much. It's not good for anyone, but no, specifically. You start to go crazy. Yeah. And then we wonder why she's just posting pictures of single roses. Right. Like every other day. Mm. What is with the single roses? And like the quotes that and are the like quotes. But I also, I don't know, is she sad? Because then now her doctor died. Yeah. Very suddenly. Guys, I know we're unpacking a lot before we even jump into this episode, but we felt it was necessary. There's so much going on. Can't ignore it. And I was even like, you know, I don't want to talk a lot about the conservatorship because I am not sure that she should not be in one. Mm -hmm. If I'm being real with all of you. You can't tell. I don't think that we should just make a decision to fight for someone to not have something that she might need with all of her considering her pathology yeah not taking that into account and all of the things we don't know about which we talk about today mm-hmm. with our guest diablo cody is with us yes academy award-winning diablo cody she is. wrote the movie juno and young adults one of my favorite movies she also wrote that also so, tully is fantastic yeah you love tully i love tully yeah. <laughs> i love tully because you just if you're at a point in your life, if you're out there and you have ever felt as though the best times in your life have passed or you're wondering how you got to where you are and and kind of thinking back to the person you were in your 20s and I don't know, there's just this movie's for you. Yeah. And I don't even have a child and mm-hmm. this you have a well, fur I baby do now. Have, I have, I have lucky blue. I actually gave birth to this yes. 17 pound cocker spaniel. <laughs> yes. I did. He was 17 pounds when he came out. Yeah. It's very My unexpected. Is broken. <laughs> he's now 20 pounds. He's put on three pounds since moving in with us. That's right. Um, so proud of you, buddy. He's doing um, so good. But yeah, I'm not even a mom, and that movie just absolutely touched me yeah. in such a way. And uh, yeah, so I'm really excited to talk. She's to, amazing. Um. To Brooke, oh, Brooke is Diablo's real real name, name. I guess we would say. Um, And we also unpack that and talk about that. Someone said that in our episode with Nikki that this was the first time that the Wade-Brittany affair was confirmed. 
Oh. I don't know about that, but someone hmm. said that to me in a DM, okay. and I'm going to take that okay. compliment from us, Jeffrey, that we got that scoop. There we go. Confirmed. Now, let's talk about a, a voicemail that came into the hotline. Let's. They they were concerned of my support of the new Katy Perry music mm. because they reminded me of when Katy Perry was on the red carpet at the Grammys, how she said that she had had every hair color and that's except for blonde and that's why she went blonde and that she was kind of, she insinuated something like, I'm going to, I I will wait to shave my head for when I have a nervous breakdown. Right. And the Britney fans went crazy. Yeah. Now, Jeffrey, you, I was like, let's talk about it on the microphone. Yeah. Yes. What are your thoughts on that? I think, okay, two I okay two things one I think we can take things we can that she's that any celebrity says and blow them out of proportion like I don't know if Katie totally meant harm in saying that I think they they're underneath it all there has to be some level of respect for one another they're two women in the same industry and Katy Perry wouldn't be Katy Perry if there was no Britney Spears and like true 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 she has to be aware of that to some extent She's not a bad person. She's just not a nice person. Mm-hmm. Fair. Totally. And that's it's a clear, clear line. It's totally like, think fair. Think about her on American Idol. Yeah, that's Even what I way mean. back American Idol. Like, remember I, when she guessed Oh, she was she like a... Oh. Way back in the day. And I was like, ooh, she's nasty. And it was before anyone kind of... Before Katy Perry was Katy right. Perry, yeah, it was like, oh, this person who's had a couple songs. I'm sure it's how right. people would feel about Halsey. Perfect. Like when Halsey yep. was on SNL, I was like, how did Halsey get, get here on SNL? What is she doing? Right. But then you're like getting to know Halsey, and I still don't know anything about her. Yeah. But you're like, oh, a little personality. All right, I'm seeing what's happening here. But I was like, oh, is Katy Perry gonna be like the bitch? Mm-hmm. on the streets of pop music. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, oh no, she's like about women empowerment, but also, ooh, oh, the Taylor Swift thing and blah, blah, blah. Right, it's like she is, but she, like, again, I feel like that's one of those things that like she said, but she didn't mean. It's like, and then, or and then she heard the she, backlash. Yeah, or she meant it, or she, it was very flip, it was very flip comment. Mm-hmm. I mean, hello, look at we sit on the, this couch all the time and I, I'm like, well, I could be two clicks away from shaving my head. Right, I, and that, exactly. And I love Britney Spears. You know what it is, Jeffrey? What is it? You, we expect more from our pop stars. And what you were saying is accurate that Katie, say that in your home because it's not mm-hmm. that offensive. And right. we know, we know where, where, where right. your heart is. But you when know, you're like we on get, the red carpet. When you're on the red carpet and you are Katy Perry. Right. You don't put down the people who Anyone. came before you. Right. Who also have not only paved the way, but are just flat out more talented than you. Right. There I said it. They're 100%. And it happens so often. And when you get let down, it's hard. I, the one thing that just popped into my head was when um, Sam Smith won the Oscar. He won the Oscar. Oh. Uh, uh, for for writing that song and he got up there and he was like oh i'm like the first gay man to ever win this award and it was like not true completely false yes. he was not yes like, it was very rude and it was very bad interesting and shocking that his team didn't prep him beforehand <laughs> you didn't or that think. that when he was nominated 
then his team would say, do you know that you happen to be the first? If you right, win, if you were, if you win, you will be the first gay right. man to win an Oscar. And it was like, oh boy, and like. But then he showed up and apologized. Right. Then he showed up. Right. The whole thing. But it's like again, like if he said something like that, not on stage at the Oscars, it would have been fine. Mm-hmm. We would have been like, Sam, you're wrong, mm-hmm. and he would have been like, oh, okay. But no, you're Sam Smith winning an Oscar, accepting an Oscar. Like, no, you have responsibility yeah. now. You know, a couple other things about Katy Perry. Do you know that she recorded her own version of Passenger? <gasps> but even before Britney. Really? Yes. Now, Passenger is one of my favorite. It actually might be my favorite Britney Spears song. You do love that song. I love that song. Yes. I think it's about, it's not about being in a relationship and like trusting the person uh-huh. you're with. I believe that it's about trusting a higher power trusting your intuition, trusting something bigger than yourself to get you through life Mm -hmm. and kind of surrendering. And I think it is the most perfect song for Britney Spears to sing. Mm -hmm. And the fact that Sia wrote it, it's just like, pop music, pop music. I'm just like, yes, yes, (laughs) yes. (laughs) So I listened to Katy Perry's version. It would have been great, but it's just like, it wasn't the same for me. Yeah. But I just thought that was really interesting. That's really interesting that that version is out there. But also, at the end of the day, Katy Perry does love Britney Spears. I mean, hello, right. she wore the denim yeah. prom dress. Didn't she go to her show in Vegas, too, I feel like? Yes. Yeah. So, I don't think that she meant any harm by it. But again, I think that Katy Perry has this underlying fight to her that isn't the most good-natured, mm-hmm. loving. Mm-hmm. You know, it's like, you know what, Katy, you might need to settle in, increase that transcendental meditation timer. Yeah. You know what I mean? Right. Just crank it up. It's like, I want to believe that I think she means well, but I don't think she knows like how strong her words are because she's so easily forgiven and her problems can be so easily swept, swept away. Maybe that's what it is. I think she's a good person. I just don't think she's always nice. Yeah. I just, I think that's where I'm going to land on the Katy Perry thing. That's a good landing. But I don't think that she meant any harm by that No, I don't think so. Probably not. Okay. Guys, you know, I said I made peace with Justin Mm -hmm. in the last episode. I need you all to know that I actually recorded this interview with Brooke before I sat down with Nikki. Mm -hmm. I give it to Justin in this episode. (laughs) So just know that I am on a journey and <laughs> that's it. That's I'm, right. I'm on a journey. That's it. That's allowed. And that is beautiful. The main thing that I took away from my time with Nikki and I've been thinking about it and thinking about it and thinking about it is how it just all makes sense. I mean, I'm, as a person who loves therapy and, and investigating pathology and all of this stuff, Mm-hmm. After seeing the Michael Jackson documentary and hearing everything from Wade's point of view, whether or not you agree, disagree, think he's lying mm-hmm. or telling the truth, if that is that man's story and we hear it from him and then we know what we know about Britney and now even getting more information about how they were all kind of like raised together and how her dad was struggling with addiction and her parents were, you know, Mm. not in a great place at this time. 
eventually ended up, yeah, you know, getting divorced, splitting mm-hmm. up. And Justin being surrounded by how Nikki describes it, a really great team that mm-hmm. really protected him. And that he seems to be the one that's thriving in the mental health department. Mm-hmm. Now, I know some of these. Well, blah, blah, blah. I don't like that I said that. I'm going to take that back. Guys, what? I don't like those words yeah. there. But don't, don't, don't. I don't like that. I don't agree with anything I just said. <laughs> but um, that he's thriving. He seems very healthy. Now, granted, he is a white man. So mm-hmm. all signs were pointing to that, that you know, we would end up there. I guess I'm just, I have more forgiveness for him. Okay. Yeah. I have more forgiveness. You have a fresh perspective too. It's a way you've never really looked at his life, you know, and to hear it from someone who saw it, like she didn't read this on the internet. You Mm -hmm. know, she didn't read this in an article somewhere. She like watched it happen every day. So that's a, yeah, it's a powerful testimony, you know, how do you not wonder how someone's doing? I mean, Nikki said, yeah, of course, I'm sure he wonders. But the fact that they don't sit down together, though, mm-hmm. and be like, what do you think is going on with Brittany? Or like, how's Brittany? You know what? I'm going to reach out. I've been reconnecting with old friends or spending and spending more time with old friends. There's nothing like an old friend. Because mm-hmm. they know you. Yeah. You know? And I'm not saying that you need to make it an even monthly thing to check in, but just not to sit down and be like, our kids should meet. Mm-hmm. Do you want to have dinner? Because her team would approve that. Right. Anything. It could be Brittany, Sam, Justin, Jessica, Nikki, and her husband from take five. <laughs> and they could have a reunion. They could all bring their uh, kids. He's a lawyer. Yes. He's a, she, he can, he knows yeah. the legality here. I don't know. I think that could be really good. It would have to be private as all hell, though. Yeah. That, that could not be in a public place. No, no, no. Like at someone's home. Yeah. Like at someone's home. Oh, yeah. Last thing I'll say is that Brittany wasn't with her kids on their birthday. Mm. But that happens, right? In mm-hmm. custody. Yeah. Stuff. It does. Holidays. She posted birthdays. a picture of them. But when Brittany said she went on vacation alone, I also thought to myself, she's never alone because she's always being watched. By so many people. But just like even on her team. But that's, is that weird or is that fun for her? Guys, I can't stop thinking about it. Right? Like how are you so alone when you are the most, one of the most popular people in the world? How are you alone? I mean, she is alone. But then she's not alone because she's got her team around her and this caregiver. Does the caregiver see her every day? I can't let this go. Right. Like, but even like, even if it's not the caregiver, does her hair dresser see her every day? Like, does she get her, like this, does she, is she doing her own makeup? Is she doing her own styling? Jeffrey. Like girlfriend is doing her own makeup. We got that question answered. (laughs) Who else would be doing that? You're right. You're right. It's true. Right. So then who else is like, with her like is her manager talking to her every day is he there is her, it's like the conservator that have to, this, like does the conservator have to be there every day to be like i know take your meds mm. well caregiver 
that person that right is administering the medication. So like interesting, interesting, interesting. Is she like with all those people, but like not able to talk about certain things? Who does she trust? What are her, right? Can she trust them? About oh gosh, I know a lot to unpack. All right, let's get into it. Here we go. All right, here we go, (laughs) guys. Call the hotline. 814-277-3277. 814-277-3277. If you're having a Brittany emergency or if you need to unpack any of this like Jeffrey and I did today, let us know. Yeah. All right. Here's my talk with Diablo Cody. Is that your fave? I think I relate to the sen- I think I relate to the sentiment, and I also have an obsession with aliens. If we're gonna get like really literal, mm-hmm. very interested in aliens. Um, I have a I have type O negative blood, which is the universal donor and is a mutation that some people believe is extraterrestrial. Uh, and um, I I think you know I don't know what Brittany's blood type is, but I'd be interested to find out. Uh huh, Jeffrey. Maybe you can just make a note of it so we can add it to the end of the episode. Although it's possible that Brittany doesn't have blood and there's just like circus fantasy perfume flowing through her veins. (laughs) Well, I think she's an alien. I've said this before many times. I, she talks about aliens in a lot of her songs. Mm -hmm. They always end up being her favorite songs. There's uh, alien. I mean, not even imagery, like in a lot of her music videos, it's actual aliens come down to take her uh, into, uh, have you ever seen Pretty Girls, that music video with Iggy Azalea? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Aliens take her in the end. They That's take right. her up to their planet. I mean, it's in a lot of her stuff. She also has like a, just a mega X factor that seems extra human in a way. Do you know what I mean? Like she's just like, I, to, like she's the most fascinating celebrity on the planet to me because there is there is just something about her that is so magnetic um, and, and so kind of otherworldly, it makes sense to me that she'd be interested in sort of alien themes, but yeah, I, I just, um, I think the song is kind of a bop too. It is like not just lyrically, like it's a good song. Yeah. You can like, it's a real drive around town at night and just like cruise. Exactly. End of a long day. It's kind of like meditative. Mm-hmm. It is meditative, repetitive. And I also think like, you know, there's been some criticism of her vocal performance on there. And I think that it's actually like one of the most authentically Britney vocals because of its artifice. Mm-hmm. Well, you know what I mean? Like we don't listen to Britney Spears because we want like vocal virtuosity. At least I don't. No, you want to hear her just be the artist that she is. Yeah. And when people give her voice a hard time, I get really upset because... I think, well, one, when people say she doesn't write her own her own songs, you know, this whole season we're covering songs yeah. she has a writing credit on. So one, she does. Two, she doesn't have to. She's an artist. You don't. It doesn't mean you're a, you write all your songs to be a right. pop star. 
to no. be iconic. Not it's at about all. the performance that she brings to it. And so it's like you don't have to be the best singer. Because she out I mean, outshines Christina Aguilera by I mean, it's not even a competition to me, even though a lot of people do love Christina, like guests we have on the show. They're yeah. it always comes down to where you team Brittany or team Christina. And I have respect for Christina. I'm not saying I don't I, re- I respect but, Christina too. Um but obviously Christina Aguilera is a better vocalist. I mean, obviously. Well, in terms of like, in terms of technique, yes. Yes. But I do think it's interesting that you have these kind of superstar high level vocalists like Ariana Grande and Christina Aguilera going on talk shows doing Britney Spears impressions because it's like, to be honest, like the reason you're doing an impression and the reason why it's landing is because her vocal tone is so iconic. Mm -hmm. Like it's a compliment to Britney that like a Britney Spears impression always kills because it's like doing a Bob Dylan impression. It's like, this is somebody with an iconic vocal tone. 100%. Have you always felt this way about Britney? Yeah, I was, it's funny because when Britney came on the scene, I was, uh, in college, I was, um, when baby one more time came out, I think I was like 99. Yeah. I was like a senior in college. So I was an adult. Um, and I was also like, you know, kind of, I don't really know how to describe this in, in 2019, I'm sure there's a different way of describing it, but I was kind of like alternative. Do you know what I'm saying? Like I was, you would never have met me and thought that I would be interested in this new teenage pop star that was blowing up the scene. So, um, but I couldn't, I just could not resist her because of her magnetism. I just, it was just immediately obvious to me that this was like a new, like, like person on the scale of like Madonna mm-hmm. or Michael Jackson. And it was, it was instantaneous. Totally. Now, what's interesting to me, like, as I, I mean, I obviously have seen all your movies that you've written and everything. Thank you. But there's something I would like to talk to you about. One, that you changed your name to, Mm -hmm. like, Diablo Cody is a kind of like a persona or an alter ego. Is that fair to say? Yeah, I think so. Sort of, like, semi-retired at this point because I don't, um... Like, literally nobody left in my actual real day-to-day life calls me that. Like, I, everybody calls me Brooke. I have three kids. Like, I'm just, <laughs> like, you know, the Diablo thing is, that's that's who I am in the Writers Guild, and it's, like, impossible to change, so it still goes on all the scripts. Uh-huh. But that's about it. But, so it doesn't feel like now when you, like, go to work that, like, a Sasha Fierce Beyonce type thing, like, <laughs> you're like, I'm going to sit down and write, I am Diablo. You know what? Like, I probably should do that. I actually, lately I've been wondering if that would be, because lately I've been in kind of like a slump in terms of writing and I've been like, I haven't had like the most successful couple of years. So I was thinking to myself, like, maybe I should try and like reclaim the Diablo a little bit. And then a really dear friend of mine who helps me out a lot creatively sent me this, (laughs) he sent me this like jewel last week. He was like, this is important. You need to, it was like this purple jewel that said Diablo fucking Cody carved on it. He was like, you need to look at this and and remember it. And I was like, maybe I will. Yes. Maybe I will. But yeah, like I think earlier in my career, it was definitely like a Sasha Fierce type thing where it was just easier for me to um, uh, sort of summon the qualities that were required to survive in this business if I had something to hide behind because I'm actually not a very aggressive person and this may not I don't know I kind of take that as especially because at the time when how old were you when you were like I am Diablo Cody 
Oh gosh, uh, I started using that name on the internet when I, in when I was like probably twenty five. Okay, so yeah, exactly. And I always say like about pop stars, why I like love them and relate to them and feel seen is because like I would stand in my mirror and try to dance like them and become them, and it was like this very private thing. But you would even when I was really young. And it wasn't like you're you're acting sexy, but it's not about sex. But you're standing there and you're like, what it is is that I feel powerful. Yeah. And I feel like I'm borrowing their power. And so especially when you're young and you're starting out, you're like, I have all this stuff within me, but I kind of just need to like put something else on in order to like go out and do that thing. Yeah. And I feel like the name would be really helpful. It is helpful. And it's also like, it's funny. I re- do you remember how much criticism... Britney got when she started behaving in a more overtly provocative way mm-hmm. like with the you know the the snake the probably snake. Yeah, yeah exactly I'm Which, for you yeah the other day I was driving home from Joshua Tree and I put on this old Oprah interview with Britney that had happened like just post the snake performance yes and it was uh fascinating I listened to the whole thing and it was fascinating because Oprah is trying so hard to get she really wants Britney to admit that the snake was a dick like she's like, but but what is the snake? Like, what does the snake represent? Mm-hmm. And Britney is just like, it's a snake. Like the song has a jungle feel to me, so we had a snake. Well, you got a lot of b- bad press for that. Some people felt it was too suggestive. Did you expect that reaction? Um, honestly, no, not at all. I was just, you know, I wanted it to be all jungly because the whole I'm "Slay for You" the song it um. kind of, you know, and um, I think it inquires a little bit of the. <laughs> No, it does. It has kind of the whole jungle feel, you know? Jungle feel. Okay, I was trying to get with that. Because, I mean, like, when you are dancing with a python around your neck, (laughs) the whole idea is what? The python represents what? Um... Jungle, like at the very beginning, I'm, I'm, I'm in a cage and I had a tiger with yeah, me. I, yeah, I saw the whole thing. And so the python is just a whole part of the jungle feel. Yeah, to make it very theatrical. Okay, it was very theatrical. Mm-hmm. And it, the funny thing is, like, I don't think Britney was lying. 100%. <laughs> like, she I was not lying. Like, I think it was completely <laughs> sincere. I don't think she was, like, playing with Oprah. Like, I think, like, Britney thought the song had, like, a jungle vibe and she had a snake. And maybe probably somebody on her team decided it should be an albino snake that would evoke a dick. Mm-hmm. But I mean, I don't think that, Brittany, I, I feel like that that time and I, I'm, I am making a point here. It, it wasn't about sex for her. It was about power. It was about like asserting herself and presenting herself the way she wanted to. It wasn't about like, I'm going to give every man in America a boner. She was already doing that. Already. And the thing is, is that Brittany loves to move. She loves to dance yes. when she does it. It is, it is mesmerizing. I love her dancing. No one can dance like her. And so when she's like, I just feel powerful and great. Yeah, exactly. Like, I, I really feel like, like, like certainly the people that were surrounding her were, you know, deciding directions for her career were, were probably making some decisions that were uh, motivated, like, like prurient. Do you know what I mean? But Mm -hmm. I don't think she was. At all. No, I don't think that she, like. I agree with you. I just think there's something, I just love her so much. I just have like, I just have so much affection for her that it's impossible for me to assign any bad qualities to her. 
And you and you saw her show in Vegas, right? Yes. <laughs> Did you see it more than once? No, I only saw it once. Okay. I would I would have seen it like like 35 times if I didn't have three kids. I just never get out of town. Like uh-huh. it's so rare for me to be able to leave somewhere and go overnight. Sure, of course. But, no, Britney Spears, I everything you're saying, I'm so on board with. Like it makes me so excited. <laughs> like the when she posts minion memes, it really Cause she, I was like, you know, she just acts like, um, a, a divorcee with two tween boys. And which then is you're like, she, from exactly. the South. Yes. Like a- and that's what she is. When she posts pictures of like three single roses. <gasps> on, I like, love a tableau. Like roses are like a strand of pearls or like, uh, yeah. I mean, I love Spears meme right minion, minion memes. And I love when she posts like food and it's just like, yum. Like when she Googled corn, which was like one of my favorite things ever. Yes. Yes. And like a virgin margarita. And she's like, this was delicious. I I love it so much. I love when she talks to us candidly about like the two pounds she's trying to lose. But then the next day, it's like, yum, lasagna. And everyone's like, Brittany, you're two pounds. But like we, we mean it affectionately. Like it's just. Oh, she's just doing her. She is one of the most authentic people. I love what you said that she is the most unaffected and affected <laughs> celebrity yeah, like she's, all at once. She's clearly completely affected in the sense that the industry just like broke destroyed her. her. Yeah, she's like under a conservatorship, but she's the least affected in terms of like for 20 years, people have been asking Britney Spears what she likes to do for fun. And for 20 years, she's been saying she likes to clean, which I think is like it's real. I think she actually likes to clean. And I can fully relate to that. There is nothing that brings me more joy than just 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 like just attacking my house really? and then I, yeah, it's very it's a little weird i understand no, but it's then not i weird. i, but just, then I, I sit, envy you but then i sit on my couch and i like to observe all of my work and it makes me feel really good and then i can i can move on that is a good feeling i mean it, it comes from i mean listen this is a part of my general anxiety disorder for sure i mean <laughs> like this is part of it yeah but it's a release and then i can and then i can move on but i enjoy cleaning too and when she cleaned out her closet or her housekeepers did it for her and she had all of her plastic hangers oh her plastic i mean i well, can we please talk about you I, I emailed you about this i think because i'm so obsessed with the hats that the she hats. bought when she was on vacation because in this world of kardashian excess for Britney to be like, I can't wait to show you guys the awesome souvenirs that I picked up in Grand Cayman or whatever the hell she was. In the Turks. And then pans she was in to the Turks, in Turks and Caicos, yeah. And it's like it's like three base like baseball caps of the resort she stayed at. <laughs> there was like a sun hat. Yeah, there was a like- baseball cap, one sun hat, and then a, a a pink beaded bracelet and a pink thing of nail polish. Which is so awesome. Like I just it's she was just never the type that was like, look at mama's new pink Maybach or whatever. Like she just is like Britney. Just Britney all the time. Yeah. Always and forever. Now this song Alien that we listened to, she wanted it to be a single so badly. She also, when she was launching her Vegas show, she wanted to perform th- this song. I didn't know that. Mm-hmm. And there's, she had um a documentary, but it wasn't the Britney for the record. I forget what this one was called, but it was basically to promote the new Vegas show because it was like her big comeback and yeah. Britney Jean, the album was going to come out. And there's this scene where it's uh, Britney and Larry Rudolph, her manager, and they're standing there and she's like, well, I really just, I want to add Alien. And he's like, no, 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 we will. Maybe we will, but just not right now. Okay. And she's like, okay, okay. And then someone's like, what Britney? And she's like, I just wanted to add Alien to the show. 
And then they're like, maybe we will, maybe we will, but we're going to put perfume in. That's the new song we're going to put in because that's going to be your single. But what's great is that once Britney started doing the show and then she went through a breakup with that guy, David Lucado. He was the one that wore like the vests and stuff all the time. She removed perfume and put in Alien. It was kind of like, you know what? I'm going through a breakup. I need to put Alien in the Vegas show. Alien was healing for her. And all she did. I wish I had been at one of those shows. Mm-hmm. wouldn't that be so great to then see her perform alien but what was really funny because they weren't prepared for it they brought out a high tap high top like chair like at a bar like yeah. a bar stool kind of a thing but that had a back and she just sat on it in her leotard and knee-high boots and sang it which is how it should be i would love a stripped down britney show oh can you imagine and we know that she can, I know there's like so much debate about like whether she can still sing. And like, I know she can. We all heard her sing, I can't help fall in love with you that one time on Instagram. And that was all the proof I needed. 180. Oh. And boyfriend behind the, the camera phone. Yeah. I, you know what? I like the current boyfriend. Me too. I think he gets her. Mm-hmm. Oh, they've got a deep love. Yeah. I, I'm so I'm, I'm, I'm happy. I feel like, I feel like all the fans are on board. And that's that's a good feeling because you you know there have been some some people in her life that were maybe not great for her. I feel like he loves her. He has sisters. He's like yeah. he's not from America originally. I feel like which that, is helpful. Yes, more yeah, yeah. No, totally. <laughs> like I don't think an American can have a normal relationship with Britney Spears. Yeah, no, 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 no. Like if Jesus came back to Earth and wanted to be in a relationship, he would probably need to find someone who wasn't Christian. We also because need, otherwise it would be too weird. Do you we know also need we also need a tiny bit of a language He's barrier. So, you know what I mean? A little bit. Just yeah. a little bit. Like English or even just like if you can speak great English, you just need to have like an accent just so there's like a little delay yeah. in the connection. You know right. what I mean? So I'd love to know like what, you know, I apologize if this is a tired subject or if you've ha- rehashed this endlessly, but like what do you think of Kevin Federline? Well, I think that he had wolf eyes, so I understand the initial attraction. <laughs> I feel like they, you know, met on the dance floor at Joseph's or whatever. I'm probably yeah. wrong about that, but when that was like the club of the moment. Right. And when I first moved here, I I went to Joseph's a lot to try to like see Brittany because there were rumors that she went there. Yeah, I was, I, I moved here around the same era. So where it was like, there were those specific clubs that everybody went to and you'd see Paris Hilton like roaming the streets and like good times, good times, really good times. But I think, so I think like I understand, but then it got really, and it was right after Justin and I feel like she also was super horny and they had like really great sex. Oh, definitely. The chemistry between them was insane. I mean, having, I I mean, of course I watched chaotic Mm -hmm. and like. They were they were definitely into each other. When she's looking, when she's in the makeup chair right before um, one of her performances and she's telling her makeup and hair people about their sex life and she says, I'll never forget it. She just goes, ecstasy, ecstasy, ecstasy. <laughs> <laughs> it's so good. It's probably just so good and dirty. So I get it, but... Uh, Same era, I remember her talking about, I can't remember if it was an interview or it must have been, where she was talking about how she had like bought a bunch of lingerie for Kevin and worn it for him that night, the night before. And she was like, I turned into Wicked Britney. (laughs) And I was like, I want to see Wicked Britney. Like the luckiest man in the world. Can you imagine? Yeah. Oh my God. No way. I can't imagine it. I mean, I I cannot imagine having sex with Britney Spears. (sighs) Because that's her... That's where she thrives. That's her love language. It's all totally 
it's all the physical. I, I mean, think her think- love language is probably touch and maybe like cooking acts of service. Yes. Like I think she probably makes you like grits. Yes, because and, and fucks you. Yes, because <laughs> what comes first? I would kind of want the grits yeah. after, but the because he, her, well, her current boyfriend. She loved. She just posted a video on Instagram of him cooking for her, and she was like loving it, oh, like losing her mind over so it. So cute. And then they work out together, and he does push-ups with her on the back. So it's like, yeah, touch, all of that. She's so athletic. Like she's so good at yoga. She's doing those one-legged wheels, just like it's nothing. The fact that she does yoga in a bikini and then post pictures of it is uh is I mean I hope to be that free someday (laughs) in some way in my life who do you think takes those like sped up like like goofy ass like poorly edited videos that she gotta be some assistant some assistant yeah because they're not great it's clearly there's no there's not a pro involved and sometimes I feel like I can tell when it's her boyfriend behind the camera. Like I can. You can feel his I, gaze. I can feel it because it's the way she looks at the camera. Oh. But then I I can. But some of those, the sped up ones where she's working out and stuff, I feel like that's an assistant. Yeah. And, I mean, they're fascinating to me. And you know, when she came back from uh, when she took some time off and then it was like she wanted to get back on her Instagram and it was a photo shoot. And it was a red background and she's kind of like moving side to side and kind of dancing. And you could tell that whatever, if it was a new cocktail of meds or wherever she had been, that it was like things were settling. Yeah. And, um, and my sister and I were on the phone together and we were like, you just know that someone's like, where's Brittany? And it's like, oh, she's doing a photo shoot. Yeah. I'm just like running up to grab some more, uh dresses out of the closet like rip open the plastic bags from her online shopping she did last night i love that she like what didn't she, she posted a dress recently that was from like macy's or something and was like i love this and I was the like, yellow dress so, yeah and i was like i love you like it's just like those zippers you know they just break off it's a plastic zipper on all those dresses yeah, all I that know, stuff but, like she's just not a couture person yes no yeah not Exa- at all. that is the dress <laughs> She looks great. She looks fantastic. She can make anything look adorable. I also like that her style is adorable. Yeah, she likes to look cute. Like Mm -hmm. when she was at Disney the other day with her boys, she wore like, she is like, she is a Southern Belle. She had like a ruffled little sundress on and little like, I think wedge heels. And I was like, I don't like when I go to Disneyland with my sons, I dress like garbage because it's like a, it's, it's, I mean, it's like a, it's an exhausting day. Although I assume they get the. They roll out the red carpet for Britney Spears at Disney. But I I just saw that and I was like, she's committed to cuteness. Well, I really appreciate that you look like garbage when you go to Disneyland with your kids. Because sometimes when I see people on Instagram, like they are really... All dressed up for Disney. Yeah. So much, um, so much like also, well, anyways, yeah, it's just... We can name names after the podcast. Yes, we will. We Um, will. But it's a lot. It's it a is lot. A, it is a lot, and it's definitely like for the gram. I think for the gram, yeah. But you, yeah, when I go, I'm like, I, I know I'm gonna I'm gonna get wet, and it's gonna be like the filthiest <laughs> fucking nasty ass water, and like it's just it's Disneyland. Like, and I will say, I appreciate however you want to do your life, go for it. But I, oh yeah, no, I respect it. If you want to get dressed up to go to Disneyland, I I mean, there's absolutely no shade being directed at anybody here. Um, I'm really just admiring that Brittany is uh committed 
to to what makes her comfortable, which is a very specific look. Mm-hmm. And she likes, even though everyone on, on Instagram every day is telling her to take off her, her eyeliner. She's not going to do she's it. She's not going to do it. She likes that look. And what's interesting is that if someone played this game with me where they're like, you're going to a deserted island, you can bring one thing with you. What would it be? Well, I guess I would need two things then. But one of them would be eye makeup remover. It's like the one thing I have to do when I come home at night, like after a party, I have to take my eye makeup. Do you think she's not removing her eye makeup? There's no way. Okay. That's what I was wondering. No, it looks like it's yesterday's eye makeup most of the time, but I was like, maybe that's a specific look that she's creating. I think, well, I think it's like weeks long because then it's- Oh, you think it's it's weeks? Well, I think it's like the day after and then she just adds on to it. Okay. So maybe she showers, there's some residue, and then she puts fresh eyeliner on. Mm -hmm. I guess there was a time in my life where I lived that way. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. If you're struggling to lose weight, you've probably heard about weight loss medications like Wigovi or ZepBound. And you might be wondering if they're right for you. Meet Plush Care, a leading telehealth provider with doctors who are there for you day and night to partner with you in your weight loss journey. If you qualify, they can safely prescribe you medication from the comfort of your own home. To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Want to teach your kids financial literacy, but not sure where to start? Greenlight can help. With Greenlight, parents can keep an eye on kids' spending and saving, while kids and teens use a card of their own to build money confidence. As a parent, you can send instant money transfers, set up chores, automate allowance, and more. It's a convenient way to run your household, customized to your family's needs, and the easy way to raise financially smart kids. Get started with Greenlight today and get your first month free at greenlight.com slash ACAST. Yeah? Yeah. You know what else is interesting? If we're going to get into like the specifics of Brittany... I think she keeps her natural hair like pretty short and adds extensions. I know. I want to know how. I want to know the length of her hair. I don't think it's very long, which is weird because at this point, like whatever, this is like it's it's too mysterious for me, but I can always see where the layers blend. And I'm like, so is she just is she just removing the extensions, cutting her hair and putting the extensions back in, which would seem counterproductive to me? Mm-hmm. I've never had extensions. I've had them a thousand times. Really? Yeah. And they're really hard to take care of. And so, I don't know why I keep trying because every time I get them, they turn into like a fucking rat's nest. So those are like the ones where they're little pieces, right? That get like sewn into your hair. I don't know what kind she has. She probably or has tape Or you can do ends. the glue. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Her yeah. hair looks good though. That's a vi- that's like that picture especially is really nice. Yeah. I I would love for her to take them all out. Just rock a bob. 
I love her with a bob. She, remember her divorce bob? What, right after she dated, she broke up with Kevin Federline. Yeah, she that went was on like good... the Tonight Show, I think, and she had a cute little bob, chin length, and like a b- little black dress. She really did. And then and she, she went ice skating right after, I remember, at Rockefeller oh, really? Center. <laughs> I love that we know exactly the interview. And it was I'm like, talking. Britney is back. It yeah. was her weekend in New York. But I she also looks loved... great in a bob, and I also like her as a brunette. Not nervous breakdown black, but like that light... a light brown yes. is very pretty on her. The um the Onyx Hotel tour. Yes, when, when she, she died was... in the middle when Kevin was <laughs> yes. there. Yes, it, it was really good. It was a beautiful... Thank you. Thank you. Yes, people disagree with me. I think it was really, really pretty on her. No, it is It is pretty because I believe that's her natural color. Like, I think she's a light... She has light brown hair. Yes, she does. So... Like, when she first came out of the scene, when she was a teenager... yeah. That is so pretty. Really, really pretty. That's a pretty shade. It's good. Yeah. I don't like the black. Blackout black, even though she was making the best music of anyone's career at that point. Mm-hmm. But Amazing album. <laughs> yeah, she's like she was such a trendsetter. Yeah. I kind of think that Britney is a trendsetter, but like 15 years ahead. She's like way ahead of everybody else. Because when she did a blunt bob, it was like in the late 90s. Like... It was in between, it was right before the Oops, I Did It Again album came out. She, Do you remember she had this like short, blunt bob? Will you look oh, yeah, it up? yeah. Like early. Yes. Yes. And think about it. Like a blunt bob didn't really come into play until like five years ago. So she was like 15 years ahead of the curve. She's probably ahead of the curve in other ways. Like. Yeah, she looked so fantastic though. I absolutely loved that. She's just. Oh, that's super cute. Oh, that that was Whoa, the that breakup. can't be. Th- that are those her real boobs? That yeah, because that was after she had a baby. Oh, okay. Yeah, that was the post Kevin. I thought that was like a fake or something at first. That was the divorce bob. Oh, that's a great look. Love that. Yeah, she looks great with a bob. That's a wig, but that's fun and cute. I like that. Yeah, she's cute. She's just she's also there have been I think very she's few looks really she's beautiful. had that I've hit it. She's a, she's incredibly beautiful, and I've noticed anytime you read like a. A pro, like an extensive profile of her like in Rolling Stone or whatever they always talk about how really gorgeous she is in real life even compared to her photos mm-hmm. like I feel like she's just a stunning human if you got to hang out with Brittany like what would you do what do you see uh, you know like obviously I, I I do want to pick her brain like I want to if like if I was hanging out with Brittany and I could be ensured that she was in like a candid, outspoken mood, obviously I'd want to ask her a lot of questions about her life and her career. I want to ask her about like Kentwood and like like what her childhood was like prior to to the Mickey Mouse Club. Mm-hmm. And like does she feel like her for like those formative experiences like to still inform who she is and how she parents or if she's parenting from a a a more alien place to be honest because she's been Britney Spears TM for so long yeah and like I I don't know like I'd probably talk to her about like raising boys and like I, I don't know like I, but it, knowing Britney she'd want to do something like she'd want to like go to the Grove yeah we could ride the trolley around yeah if she could just be free and like yeah. ride the trolley what stores, I mean, now that, is Forever 21 still there? Oh, my God. She probably would shop at Forever 21. And Sephora. I think those are the only places she could really hit up. Maybe a gap, but it's more like she's more Old Navy, you know? She's she's just completely real, and it's and no one has been able to affect that. That's why it was so disturbing to me, that brief period of time where she was hanging out with Paris and Lindsay. Very brief. 
Very brief, yeah. It was like, this is not who you are. She just really wanted to get fucked up and just like, she wanted, she wanted to, she wanted an escape. She like needed an escape. Yeah. And I think. They represented like bad girl freedom. Yes. Yeah. They're like, let's show our vagines and. And but I I also you knew it was really um that they wouldn't be real friends. Definitely they wouldn't not. protect her. They wouldn't that they were also probably being really mean to her. They were definitely being mean to her. You can tell that like Paris thought the whole thing was hilarious because Brittany was clearly not in a good place. Paris called her the animal. Oh, like, I didn't know that. Yeah, isn't that terrible? So Paris is literally like dragging like an unstable Britney around town, like taking advantage of her, like getting the publicity and just smirking. Such a strange time when you it think back, like time. it was like wild and fun. And like I kind there, there are parts of it that I really miss because it was so simple. It was before Instagram. Well, no, I, I miss the pre-social media era like you would not believe. Like, I just think everything was different. I don't think people have even begun to under to like understand or like absorb how what a massive cultural shift the rise of social media was it affects everyone's brain in every second of the day how they view even I don't know or maybe this is just me but like even how I view doing anything people I think I, I look around I see people taking pictures and you know it's for Instagram oh 100% or um or just yeah, I don't know. It it uh it makes me really sad. It, it is it is sad. It's weird and it, it's it, it's funny because I was on the internet like um I was an early adopter. Uh I was a blogger like a long time ago before it was a normal thing to do. Um I mean, you were really like one of the first. I wasn't like one of the first, but like I was I was early to the party. Mm-hmm. Like I think I started blogging in 1999. And um, maybe 2000. Anyway, my point, I mean, and that was like an era where you had to like learn how to code to have a blog. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like mm-hmm. I had to take coding classes. Um, but um, what was uh, weird about that is at the time that was considered like very disordered, eccentric, narcissistic behavior. There were like, there were articles in like major newspapers about like these crazy these crazy people who had blogs and webcams and who were putting their lives and photographs on the internet and how like how messed up of a person do you have to be to want to put that stuff out there for public consumption and now like my mom and dad are on Facebook you know what I mean like everyone's doing it and it's completely normalized and it's funny for me because I remember a time where people were like what mental illness do you have that you just you took a picture of yourself and just posted it on the internet and how is that change because you were you were you arrived to the party early yeah and now is it because you got there early that you're like I don't no I'm I'm on I'm on social media I'm just like private um no honestly it's like uh, it's it's honestly a really like juvenile bratty mindset I have where I'm like what was cool then because no one was doing it (laughs) you know what I mean (laughs) like like it was cool because it was weird (laughs) and it was also like believe it or not at the time it truly was about authenticity like you, I would, I remember taking a picture of like my like messy ass kitchen in my apartment in Minneapolis and being like, guys, look how fucked up my kitchen is. I need to clean now. Like you would, 
you're like curating the images that you choose like you you, you're putting your best self forward Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. (laughs) you know like or like I, I, i don't it's just like the whole the whole culture around sharing is has changed and it is no longer about honesty or storytelling now it's about like it's like about advertising yourself yeah yeah something that I love about you is your it seems to me that you have a real true love of pop culture yeah it's like my favorite thing in the world and that when we were on an episode of 90210 I read this last night Mm-hmm. in preparation for this interview yeah yeah and I was like oh my god right because it was was it before or right after you won the Oscar it was the, I want to say at least a year after and maybe more okay and then and the character is that so Donna Martin makes you a dress and you're playing yourself I'm playing myself I had I was on the red carpet for some event and I wanted a Donna Martin dress for the event and it was like I'm Diablo Cody I want to uh, can you make me a dress like how, so funny how did that come to you were you I so excited lost my mind <laughs> it's funny I was just thinking about this last night actually because I was watching the new 90210 I watched it the other yeah. night well <laughs> and I I was thinking to myself like I can't believe I'm technically part of the 90210 like television universe <laughs> like I exist in the world of 90210 but um it, that was incredible I think it was um Judah and Sachs the creators they the, the showrunners reached out to me and I was like absolutely and I don't act at all like I'm a horrible actress I'm like oh fucking cardboard cut out I was like but I'll do it because like I want to be on 90210 so I did it um and it was uh it was a cool experience you know one funny thing that happened doing that is the uh one of the wardrobe ladies like freaked out about how fat I was like in a really in a way that made me realize like I feel so bad for actresses (laughs) like they have to deal with this all the time she like, oh, these pants. I didn't she was just like, pants that are going to fit you. She was like horrified by my measurements, like openly. And I was like, this is crazy. Like, I've never had anybody just say to my face, like, <laughs> oh, my God, you're a really big person. <laughs> and I can't believe I have to make this dress. Oh, my God. Yeah, but that's, you, do you remember the cast of that show? Yeah, This actually, was the this, reboot. Yeah, that's very, These were very these true. girls who were like, the smallest human beings you have ever seen in your life. So I think she was probably like someone who'd been like living amongst mm-hmm. these wraiths. Mm-hmm. And it was mm-hmm. very weird for her to see like a human being that ate food. Yeah. yeah, Of course. Like just to eat anything. Yeah. Like a vegetable. Exactly. It makes a big difference. Yeah. Cause they're so, like not eating at all. I mean, all. these were like extremely tiny women. Very, very, very tiny. Another thing. Now, I don't know if this is public knowledge, but you recorded a song, right? Oh my God. Are you talking about Element? Can I, well, I don't know. I don't know. Have you heard it? No, (gasps) but I, I have heard, I heard that you recorded. I did. A song. Yes, I did. And it was a song (laughs) that was, that you've had in your head for a long time. Yeah, it's a song that I used to sing at home to make my husband laugh. And then for my 40th birthday, he surprised me with like recording time and a producer and was like, you're going to read the song is called Element. And he was like, you're going to record Element. We're going to you're going to make it. And I was like, no, it was like the greatest gift I've ever been given in my life. And then we went and recorded it. And it's ridiculous. That to me is the most romantic, the rom- the most romantic gesture that any it was partner very... could could give a partner it was very very sweet yeah because it was like it was like acknowledging the, the what makes it extra romantic is the song is atrocious like that's why it's funny so he was like 
even though you and I both know this is the worst song ever written, like it deserves to be immortalized because it makes you happy. Yes. And like to get in the studio. Oh, it was so fun. And you like, did you put on the. Oh my God. I had the cans on. I'm in the booth. Like I'm dancing. And then we had the most amazing guy recorded it for us. This guy, uh, Rylan Blackington. And he was, he totally understood like the vibe we were going for and that it was supposed to be ridiculous. And so he was like doing like the full record producer shtick for us. I mean, it was hilarious. It was so great. And you got, you just totally jumped into that whole, like took it seriously. <laughs> I wish even. I wish I could play it for you. Like, could it, you? Can you send it to me and I can play it? In the uh, I'll die. Maybe? No, I've never, I've okay. never publicized okay. it. I'll play it for you though. It'll make you laugh. It's like a, it's an '80s like women's empowerment anthem. Well, so I have a song that I I haven't recorded it, but I have sung this lyric because it's really just a lyric for maybe ten years. And I sang it to my husband the other day and I was like, I've had this song in my head forever. And he was like, have you talked about that in therapy? And I was like, why? What do you mean? He's like, well, I think that the lyric says something. Can you disclose what the lyric is? Yeah. Well, it's just, this is the, this is what it is in the melody, but it's like, I want to live forever <laughs> and ever. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> and so your song is about being in your element. Yeah. It's about, it's about, uh, like, that goes like this. It goes, <clears throat> I'm in my element. I'm feeling myself. Never did I dream I'd be feeling so well. Element. And I just can't believe the feeling I feel comes from me. Oh. <laughs> yeah, it's like, just yes. like, it's like a, like a, oh my God, like I am the shit song. Yes. Yeah, and I would just walk around the house singing that and everyone would be like, shut up. And then like, now it's a real song. But see, because, yeah, it just, it's a pump you up song. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yes. And I'm like, I want to live forever. Yeah, I want to live the same deal. And ever. It's just yeah. like, it, it just gets You're you going. It's a spell. You're willing it to happen. It's a spell. Mm -hmm. It's a spell. Yep. Well, thank you for sharing that. Sure. I had to ask because I was like, oh, man. Yeah. Lindsay told me. Lindsay's into it. She got, she had a fake gold record made for me of Element that's on my office wall. <laughs> Which is better than anything. It is any like the award, best gift. Any, the best that, gift. That's yeah. fantastic. That's amazing. Okay. Another thing I want to ask you about is you wrote the book for the Alanis Morissette yes. musical that's coming out. Yes, I did. I'm going to tell you something. My sister saw it twice when it was in Boston. That's where she lives. I love that she saw it twice. Saw it twice. And the second tickets went on sale for it to be on Broadway, she called me and she was like, guess what? We're going opening weekend. So I'm, we're going on a sister trip to see I'm going to be there. Well, hopefully I'll see you there or at least yeah. you'll hear me cheering. Dude, that is so awesome. Thank she, you. Thanks to your sister for supporting us. I that means so much to me. She loves musical theater, just like knows all the musicals, everything. She was like so excited to go. She said that she had never felt... And she went to Rent when it came out. <gasps> and we were teenagers then. Yeah. And, but like in the first year and she was like, it was an electric feeling like that. Like it is just going to last forever Yay. and the story and everything. So wait, I need to it ask you though. Happy. When, how did that, how does something like that come about? And did they let you go and kind of ima imagine the story on your own? And then. Oh yeah. I had like total free reign. It was crazy. They were like. Basically, they, they they had a director, they had um, an opening date, 
and they had the only thing that they didn't and obviously they had this whole catalog of music by Alanis Morissette and the one thing they did not have was a script <laughs> and they needed one especially since they already had an opening date planned uh in Boston and so they said like can you come in and write the the show wow <laughs> and i said yeah um so i just sat and listened uh to Alanis's music um obviously <laughs> for a while studied it and i began to realize that there were certain themes that kept sort of popping up in her songs and I started to sort of visualize characters and I wound up writing this story about like a dysfunctional family and using the songs as the connective tissue and it was like a super fun process. I mean, it's in, it's an insanely long, hard process, but it was really fun. And now I'm like hungry to do it again. I'm like, what am I going to, like what musical am I going to work on next? Because I really loved it. Wow. Um, and is it music just from... The Jagged Little Pill album? No, we actually have music from Jagged Little Pills, from post-former Infatuation Junkie, from Under Rug Swept. I don't know if you know anything about Alanis Morissette, but like she has, um, we have the song Uninvited, which mm -hmm. I can't remember what album that's oh, on. Oh, that was from, and that was used in us. Is it City, City of, of Angels? Angels? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we have, so we have like, basically any song you have heard of hers is in the musical. It is jam-packed. And did you meet her? Oh, I, she's worked with me on the, the thing the whole time. Yeah, we've collabed. Oh my God, you've collabed with a lot. Oh, big time. And what's, what is, what was that like? Um, it's amazing. It, it's, she's, first of all, like, I don't know if you're, if you've ever really like listened to an interview or a podcast with her, but she's super smart, like intimidating. I don't mean celebrity smart. I mean like I listened Cornell to, professor smart. I, I listened to her on, I forget what podcast, but talking about relationships and marriage and it blew my mind. Yeah, she's very into psychology and, um, I mean, honestly, like an expert on those topics. And so she was honestly the perfect resource to have in terms of talking about family systems. And also, um, she's just super cool, like insanely chill. Like, would you know, I would just say, I don't know if this lyric is going to work in the context, context of the show. And she'd be like, rewrite it. And so I'm sitting rewriting her lyrics all the time. And I was like, I can't believe I'm doing this. It just feels so weird to mess yeah, with pop culture yes, like that. Yes, especially because you you love it so much. Yeah, and and then I went to see her perform in Vegas a couple months ago, and she had changed some of the lyrics in her own concert to reflect the musical, and I was like, this is crazy. Wow, what yeah. a compliment. Yeah, well, I mean, it was just like little pronouns here and there, and then part of me was but like, still. did she even do that on purpose? Because <laughs> like, uh -huh, we've heard uh -huh. it the new way so many times, but it was really cool. I'm really excited to see the Britney Spears musical. I am too. Uh-huh. I'm sorry. I, I said that defensively because there's some people in the Broadway world okay. who I think aren't, it's not that they're unenthusiastic about it. I think people are, I think there's an assumption out there that it, I don't want, you know what? I shouldn't talk about this. I, like, I think it's going to be great and I want to see it. The fact that it is princesses who then are in a book club. Yeah, which is an awesome premise awesome and then they want more from their books They're, they and then they wish for a new book and the feminine mystique lands yeah, like in the, the middle of their book club like and then using Britney Spears's catalog yeah it's an incredible premise and it's 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 gonna be it's Britney's music so it's clearly gonna be amazing I think people just like to shit on stuff women like mm-hmm like it's just like oh it's Britney Spears it's book club it's princesses like I don't take this seriously it and like of, it has the makings to be completely on brand for Britney, like who Britney actually is, like that authentic where it's like she's simple and complex all in the same breath. 
I wonder if she's involved at all or if she's just going to like pop in and see it. Well, I've seen pictures of her from maybe even over a year ago, like going to a rehearsal. Oh, but I think I'm surprised to hear that. I, but I think it was maybe the only time. Like yeah. it seems very, a very. To be honest, I don't blame her. As someone working on one of these shows, I don't blame her for not wanting to be there all the time because 95% of it is just like tedious. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, and once you say yes, you're like, yeah, okay. Yeah. Like Alanis has been there so much that I'm always like, if I was in her position and had that level of power, I would be like, you know what, guys, I'll see you in six months <laughs> when you figure this out. <laughs> yeah. But she's super involved. I mean, a Broadway musical. And didn't and you worked on Burlesque? Yeah. Well, here's the funny thing about burlesque is that script was rewritten a million times by some really interesting people. John Patrick Shanley worked on it. Susanna Grant worked on it. I'm talking like multiple Oscar winners worked on burlesque, which is funny to me because (laughs) it's burlesque. (laughs) Um, But yeah, I did a couple months on that. Burlesque, though, I think people were like ready to for it to be campy and to make fun of it. But kind of, you know, in a positive way. Like, yeah. like it was like, oh. But then I saw it and I was like, I really dig burlesque. Yeah. I think it's great. I mean, share. Share. Like, it, it, yeah, no, I'm, I'm, I'm proud to have worked on that. It's um, a great but movie. Like, I don't know if anything I wrote made it in, to be honest. Because by the time the movie comes out, I never remember. Like, I do lots of rewrites. Uh-huh. And, like, I'll go and I'll see the movie and I'll think, uh, and I'll be curious. Like, oh, like, let's, let's see if any of my scenes or lines are made it in. And it's then I, like, don't remember. <laughs> Maybe I wrote that. <laughs> Maybe I did. Yeah. yeah. Maybe I didn't. Yeah. Um. Okay. I have some Britney questions. Okay. Oops, I did it again. Or toxic, toxic. Mm-hmm. Yeah, wins every time. For some toxic is such a good. Toxic might be like top ten pop songs ever written. To be honest, mm-hmm. I would agree with that. Yeah, uh, Britney in a leotard mm-hmm. with knee high boots, or Britney in an Elvis style like pantsuit zipped up. Listen, if you're talking about like the the, are you are you referring to like the. I mean, I'm going to go with a pantsuit. I love when early Britney wore the like boot cut, like boot cut pants on yes. stage, mm-hmm. like at the mm-hmm. the, the mm-hmm. famous nude suit, which mm-hmm. is like my favorite thing in the world. Mm-hmm. Like I like pants, Britney. They, you know, they have that Halloween costume of the, um, that nude, uh, the, the, yeah, yeah that, or no. The VMA nude. Yes, they do have that in a costume, but also there's a popular Halloween costume of the Oops, I Did Again, the red. Um, oh, right, right. Yeah, the vinyl. Yes. And it's Latex. like they, oh. they really messed it up, though, because they made it a skinny pant. No, you have to have a boot cut pants. That was Britney's whole look. It's It, it made me so mad. I'm yeah, like, no. guys, you've blown this great opportunity. They did it to probably cater to like today's modern silhouette preference. And it's like, no, it's... a it's if a you're gonna, piece. Yeah, so it's like, I don't want this. This isn't accurate. I need those that boot cut. I love Oops, I Did It Again, though. I mean, that's a, that's a great video. It is a great song. Yeah. I also really love when Britney wears like a business pant with a, with um like a business pant with a suspender. Oh, anytime Britney goes for like a menswear thing, it's adorable. I want, because I, it's so incongruent. You know I what I mean? I would like for her to bring that back. Like, keep this playful. Listen, I want Britney to be Britney, but I would love it if she brought back a pant, like a business pant. 
it's she she looks great in a business pant and i also kind of like it this is really hard to explain but sometimes britney will try to be something she's not and it somehow makes her even more herself like <laughs> once in a while when britney will decide she's like dark and edgy and she'll she'll wear something that where she's clearly just trying to convey like a like a almost like like a sexy goth side of herself and it's like oh like i love like i love that that you're feeling that would you consider when she was dancing with the snake recently a stuffed animal snake in her living room did you see this video no to billy i can never say billy is it billy no no she was dancing to billy elliot with a stuffed snake no so far jeffrey just said Billy Eichner? No. Brittany is not dancing to Billy Eichner. <laughs> I love you, though. To Billy Eilish? Oh, Billy Eilish. Eilish? Yeah, okay. But no, Brittany I didn't danced to her song with a stuffed animal snake, and she's like, this is something like, this song is so great it made me take the snake out again or something. Oh, that's cute. And then... Mom humor. Mom humor. And then she really lets it rip and dances her ass off oh i can't believe i haven't looped this 15 times because i love watching britney dance and she's just and then she jumps up on a baby grand piano in the back of Are her you living this room up? no we're gonna watch yeah, it please find the video for we're me. gonna we're totally gonna watch it white shirt now red my bloody no sleeping yeah on your tippy toes creeping around like no one knows thank you so criminal do you think a time will ever come where Brittany is in living independently again? And I thought for sure before this most recent stay um, at a, I believe it was a mental health facility. I thought that it was inevitable that after her, both her children turned 18, that she would then be on her own living her own life. Yeah. Because I figured that it must have been something with like Kevin and money that was keeping her in the conservatorship. But now I really don't know. I don't know. I can't make heads or tails of it. I didn't think about the, the sort of financial, the Kevin side of it, or that makes sense. That would make more sense. It's just really, it's fascinating that a, an adult woman can't make like basic decisions about her own life. I know. And yet it's just like she's such a unicorn. And exactly when I think she's simple and I got it, I'm like, I don't I don't know what's going on with Brittany. I don't know what happens behind closed doors. Yeah, no, I mean we our impression of her might be completely off. You know, I don't you remember that horrible Rolling Stone story, the tragedy of Britney Spears? Yes. The profile where, you know, someone walks up to her and asks for an autograph and she says, I don't know who you think I am, but I'm not that person. That's kind of chilling. Yeah. Was she shopping? I remember that. She was that. shopping, but she was shopping in like a, to she was in like, she was totally manic and like throwing clothes and screaming and crying and like, like, it was like a chaotic scene. Yeah, and that's when you're like, well, if she's in the middle of mania or I don't, but I think that there's a lot of truth that in what she said that is always there. Yeah. I mean, we don't actually know any of these people. 
no matter how available they make themselves to us. And, um, you know, I just, I can't imagine what a, what a, her life must be such a prison. Like even spending time with, with someone like Alanis, who was, I don't think a lot of people are aware of how, younger people I don't think are aware of how like hugely famous Alanis Morissette was. She broke was the mold like, too. In the 90s and, and still is. But like there was a t- there was a time in her life where like she could not like leave the house and even now if she does she she gets approached immediately and like I just I can't imagine how isolating that must be. And Brittany talked about in the Brittany on the record documentary she talks about how she just felt like a prisoner. Okay, I'm not gonna sugarcoat it and say I was okay. I mean, people deal with when they're going through stuff in such different ways. I don't know how, maybe I had traumatic stress or I don't know what, how I dealt with it really, but I just remember I did not wanna be at home because like my babies represented home. That was my home with them. And every time I went home, it was like, oh God, I can't be here. So when I was in my car and when I was driving, I was going somewhere. And she wanted to be free. She just wanted to drive, drive, drive. Yeah, I think that's why, you know, she went through that weird phase where she was just driving all the time and going to Starbucks and going to gas stations and the paparazzi were just tailing her. Like, I think, yeah, she was just trying to, like, get out. There's at all, any cost. And there's all this, there are a lot of rumors out there whether or not she is allowed to drive. And for a while, I guess that was part of her conservatorship where she wasn't even allowed to drive. Oh, does she does she not drive like currently? So very recently, people have seen her driving and oh. that like made the news because yeah. she hasn't been driving yeah. for years. And it's like, look, I... Here's what I'm just going to say it. I don't know her, but I'm going to say at least at the very least, Brittany should be able to drive. Yeah, I think so, too. Let her feel that freedom. I don't understand why. Like she just and I know this has been said exhaustively, but I just can't believe that she makes so much money for so many people. And then is and it's like, oh, it's like we're fine with you generating income for hundreds of people. But like you can't drive your car. It, it does feel exploitative to me in a way, even though I do, I do think she loves to perform. I think it's her happy place. Yeah. Some people might disagree, but I think that's the one place where she feels truly empowered. Yeah. Dance, the dance studio and on stage. And everyone, that's and where. And Macy's. <laughs> and at Macy's. Yeah. That's where everyone leaves her alone too. Like all of her people. Yeah. They can't interfere once she gets on that it's stage. It's true. She really is. She does have autonomy on stage. And she never fucks it up. Never. God, I love her. Yeah. When did you see, when you saw the Piece of Me show, was it towards the beginning of the run? No, it was like two years ago. Okay, so you saw it right at the end. So yeah. that's when it was great. I saw it twice, once at the beginning and once at the end. She really like, well, she, she woke she up. Is that what you were going to say? Yeah, yeah. like she yeah. There was a time where you started to see like the dance breaks getting stronger when you would watch, I mean, uh, as one does watching videos of piece of That's um, all I do. Yeah. So, and it was just like, yeah, like it seemed like there was definitely like a, a shift that occurred. And I, I did see it. I did see her at a more lively time. I love watching old Britney dance breaks on my phone, like oh. laying in bed at night. It's very yeah. soothing. 
It's very soothing. That and watching old videos of Rachel McAdams and Ryan Gosling like make out when they were together <laughs> those two things that like really... kiss that kiss at, at the, the mtv <laughs> like i've watched that so many times it's embarrassing i know it's to the maroon five song like i they yes he's wearing a darfur i also love watching her notebook audition when she's reading oh with him God. and you and know that he, they don't even know each other yet and like and then when she finishes and he puts his arm around her and they <sighs> face the director and then i think he even kisses the top no, of her head or something it's like, like i can't I, like honestly if there's if there was any celebrity a former celebrity couple in the world that you could magically get back together who would it be it would be them. it would be them they bring me so much joy even over britney and justin i was just gonna say i think if i'm a, if i'm a magical genie i might pick britney and justin just because it's the ultimate <laughs> they but <sighs> rachel mcadams and ryan gosling is a close second because i just don't think justin deserves her i really don't i don't think he does i don't think he does but <sighs> i mean look we know she cheated <laughs> we know she cheated but she was a young woman young woman possibly unwell like at the time yeah i don't know it's just it's so cute i mean they were she, he was her first kiss and they did well this is my whole problem with justin is that he doesn't seem to really honor that history oh no he has completely detached himself from it he do, you can tell that he does not want to be associated with it in any way i always watch the oprah interview with him when she was going through her breakdown and she says well you know she's having a breakdown and he said oh i, I didn't know that is that what they're saying did he and she's like yes that's what they're saying yeah and he was like we you know i, I don't know her that's what he said it was a young we were young when we got together I think his whole thing is he's obsessed with this like authenticity man of the woods bullshit that he's been trying to like rebranding I think, himself as yeah, a like, white man. He, great. <laughs> and even when he was rebranding himself as a black man, I think he, I think he just wants to be seen as like a real fucking artist. And he thinks the association with Britney Spears or with NSYNC is like taking that away from him somehow. I know. And you see Lance trying to put together. Like, <laughs> yeah. Lance is, Lance is trying to put together, you know, these um this tour where he has like Debbie Gibson and everybody yeah. coming together. And it's like, Justin, can you just have fun? Can you just give this to us? This is what we want. I know, but he won't do it. He yeah. won't. He is like He's too cool for school. Hey, baby. Oh, oh lucky kisses. blue. It's so hard to It's like you smiled at him and he went for it. He knew, he knew exactly. He knew exactly what to do you know lucky blue is named for lucky is for britney spears i was gonna ask you that and blue is for Joni. i you know there's a there's like a male model named lucky blue right no oh i thought maybe that was the i thought that was the inspiration perhaps but um lucky i mean talk about like you know what's interesting is like lucky feels the song feels like it's britney wearing her heart on her sleeve and like expressing her anxieties but you know that song was just completely like 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 i like it's it, like alien i think is like an authentic expression of britney's uh, of britney's isolation and like lucky was like the commercial version ooh we should play those back to back jeffrey we're going to we're going to write a whole we'll we'll write something about that you and i we'll she was so time. cute in that video so cute so beautiful <sighs> just like longing sweetness I kind of love that she hates the song sometimes. Okay. 
a lot of people have wanted us to talk about this and we never have. Really? Yes. That she dislikes it? Mm-hmm. I just like that that specific song bothers her. I want, what do you think it is? Do you have any guesses? Like, I don't, I don't dislike the song. I think it's, I think what it probably comes down to is that she just didn't vibe with it and they made her record it. And I don't think like Britney likes being made to do anything. Uh huh. Yeah. And I think she has good taste. It's true. I, I am. That dance number though is so great. The choreography for the, yeah, the video is great. really the good. Awesome. They form a heart and you know, it's, it's great. Um, <laughs> and she opens just, her arms up to the yeah, sky. But I just like that. She's not into it. I just like her having an opinion. Me too. Yeah. Me too. Well, this has just been great. It sure has. Thank you so much for coming over and talking about Britney Spears with me. Thank you for having me. This has been, I've been looking forward to this and it's one of my favorite topics and it's fantastic. Thank you. Erios. Powered by ACAST. Hi, this is Paige from Giggly Squad, and I want to talk to you about Splash Refresher and my water intake. Okay, so you guys obviously know that I'm a hydrated girly, but sometimes when you drink that much water, it starts to just taste bland, and you're just like, I need something to spice it up. That's why I love Splash Refresher. It has zero sugar, zero calories, and it's a splash of sweetness, and they come in five different flavors. They're so good wild berry acai grape pineapple mango lemon and mandarin orange my favorite is the wild berry because i just i just love a berry so if you're like me and you're drinking water all day then try splash refresher it's going to absolutely change your water game and it's good for you imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt now imagine them getting even softer over time that's what you'll feel with Bowl and Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowl and Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at bowlandbranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. ACAST powers the world's best podcasts. Here's a show that we recommend. The Real Housewives is a guilty pleasure for most, but if you're looking to not feel guilty about that pleasure, tune in to Everything Iconic with me, Danny Pellegrino, where I break down all the messy moments and behind-the-scenes antics of Bravo's popular franchise. And on Everything Iconic, I also interview celebrity guests like Kelly Ripa, Kiki Palmer, Drew Barrymore, Cameron Diaz, and more about their guilty pleasures, their past work, and so much more. So if you're pop culture obsessed and find yourself watching way too much reality TV like me, tune in to Everything Iconic with Danny Pellegrino, wherever you listen to podcasts. ACAST helps creators launch, grow, and monetize their podcasts everywhere. ACAST.com.